Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Freedom Show again. And I'm delighted to say we've got a, a guest we haven't had uh, doing this particular kind of analysis of our teachings on this show before, and that's Bipin Patel. And Bipin's been a member of the Ethereum Society for over 35 years. He's organizer of our northern UK branch in Barnsley. Outside of the society, he's worked in pioneering scientific research for 20 years at the world-famous Standard Telecommunications Laboratories. And today he's going to be talking about an extract from one of our favourites. Well, they're all favourites, really, aren't they, Darren? Uh, but this is one of them, and it's the fourth freedom. So we're going to hear, first of all, from Mars Sector 6, delivering an extract from the fourth freedom through Dr. George King. The fourth our freedom will be... Enlightenment, a freedom from ignorance, can be brought about by all terrestrials who are willing to expand a sufficient energy to bring this elevated state into a being. There is but one a major sin upon a terror. Uh, that is ignorance, a bravery, a dispensation of pure a love, a service, uh, these attributes uh, can a help the aspirant uh, to bring enlightenment into being. I came across the nine freedoms at a time when I was deeply dissatisfied with the life that I was leading. Although I had graduated with a first-class honours degree and had a very good job, my life seemed to lack purpose and direction. The nine freedoms provided the direction and the answers to the major questions I had about life. When I first started, I was able to combine a study of the nine freedoms 
with the practice of the Twelve Blessings and attendance to Operation Prayer Power. I was amazed at the personal transformation the combination of these three elements brought about within me in a short space of time. In a small way, I began living the teachings in the Nine Freedoms as I was studying them. I discovered that I needed bravery to break away from the self-imposed materialistic limitations and focus on what had become important in my life. Some appreciation of the first freedom began to dawn on me. In the practice of the Twelve Blessings, I found a potent way in which to begin to radiate the power of love out to humanity. I could physically feel a powerful flow of spiritual energy, and this energy became a living reality for me. A small aspect of the second freedom became manifest in my life. I was inspired to attend Operation Prayer Power Charging Sessions as I felt that this was a very powerful way in which to render service to humanity. I remember that feeling of deep inner joy after taking part in an Operation Prayer Power Charging Session. At an intuitive level, I knew I was part of something really great, something designed to help humanity at a global level. The outstanding teachings given by the Lord of Karma, Master Six, in the Nine Freedoms, combined with the powerful spiritual tools given to humanity by Dr. George King through the Aetherius Society, are to me the blueprint for the salvation and enlightenment of humanity at this critical time in our history. I was able to prove to myself in a short space of time the amazing power of the teachings and tools freely offered to all by the Aetherius Society and decided to dedicate my life to supporting this organization. Well, that's a really heartfelt and very interesting insight there from Bipin Patel. Thank you very much, Bipin. You know, it's an interesting thing, Darren, that the the fourth freedom about enlightenment uh, doesn't mention directly Kundalini or the chakras at all. And yet all the other first six freedoms, well, the first freedom alludes indirectly to the dormant powers within uh, but the others, all, second, third, fifth, sixth, mention psychic centers and chakras. And yet the one freedom, enlightenment, where we might have expected great reference yeah. to Kundalini. And, yeah. and this has got this, it, it must be deliberate. It's a different approach. It's a, it's a psychological and spiritual approach, of course, and, and karmic approach. Uh, but and mental approach, but not a, a as it were a Kundalini chakra. Have you ever noticed that, uh, Darren? I, I only noticed it when you when you pointed out to me before, because mm. you know when you read Dr. King's commentary, that's you take that away from it. And yes. Then, yeah, having gone back to you know the words of Mars Section Six, it's yeah, it's, it's like absent noticeably at that point. You think? Yeah. yeah, and in Dr. King's commentary, he's very very explicit and detailed 
about the effect on the chakras and the kundalini and so on. Mm. But it's interesting and it shows that somebody, of course, there are people through history who have gained samadhi, who've never heard of samadhi, who've never heard, Mm. and we've said this before, of the kundalini or of Mm. chakras. Uh, They might have come across them them like uh, we we have references from Wordsworth to the, 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 the eye, not the eyes, but the eye. And you get that, uh, I think, as an allusion from Erasmus to that, and, and no doubt others. And others have referred to the great heat and, and so on, which is a, one of the aspects of the fire right. of Kundalini. But they haven't necessarily, it's not essential to, to know all those things, to become enlightenment. That might be one of the reasons behind that particular delivery of, of the fourth freedom it's it's yes it's an aspect of kundalini and personally that's to me at this moment the mo- in some ways the most interesting aspect the kundalini the chakras the nadis the technical mm. if you like description but it isn't essential you can gain enlightenment without even knowing about those things yeah i suppose that's sort of like technically the how but it, as you say you don't necessarily even need to be conscious about or know that that is the way what's going on yeah. in order to experience and achieve this state i mean in this day and age of course with the knowledge that's now available which didn't used to be available uh yes uh, there's no reason not to and i think you know certainly to get to a certain level as Dr. King did, of complete control, uh, where he could project from the body at will, where he could enter at cosmic consciousness and switch it on and off like a tap, where he could enter samadhi in, in, mm. in two minutes in order to receive a transmission. I think at that level, yes, you would know. You'd have to know to control it to that degree. But um, mm. certainly enlightenment, the fourth freedom, by all accounts, it's not crucial to it. Um, but Anyway, in this day and age, we do know about those things. So that brings us on to our question or our comment of the week. Before we go to that, though, Darren, I just want to flag up a teaser, as it were, a spiritual freedom show teaser, if there is such a thing, that uh, we are going to uh, maybe surprise our listeners next week. Uh, there may well be some changes. There may be a surprise in the format of the show. Um, we are that's in development, so watch this space. Yeah, we're always evolving on the show. I think uh, I'm, I'm very excited about what's coming, and um, I'm, I hope our listeners will be too. I think even more going into sharing the, the the relevance of these teachings to our everyday life and how people can begin to use them um, in order to make their own journey towards enlightenment. So if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, you can find out more about the Nine Freedoms, about Mars Sector 6 and Dr. George King by visiting our website, ethereus.org. And we share a question, a comment, even experience, um, even a moment of truth, to some extent like what Pippin shared here today. Um, mm-hmm. So do get in touch with us at Spiritual Freedom at UK. Well, our question this week is uh, from someone who's asked the following. Do do you think that faith plays a major role on the journey to enlightenment? What an interesting question. Uh, yes, it plays a major role for sure. Um, but it's, in my opinion, it's not enough. Or let's put it this way, blind faith, as it might be mm. called, is not something that Dr. King ever went by. Um, he did say, though, he made a very interesting remark that Uh, and I hope I've got this right, that Mars Sector 6 could tell him something that he didn't strictly believe because he couldn't conceive of such a thing, but he would um, accept it. 
because it came from Mars Sector 6. In other words, he he has he knows the source of Mars Sector 6. So therefore, he will take what he says as a fact, even if his mind can't truly conceive of that fact. Right. And right. I think it's faith based on experience. Uh, for example, with the teachings of Dr. King, there are many things he reveals. Um, and if you go into the cosmic side of his revelations about other worlds, and if you go into the terrestrial side about other realms, which you can't verify those all individually, but you reach a point where you know that this source is true. You know it through your practice of the 12 blessings, or you know it through your study of the nine freedoms. I hope this show has helped to prove the veracity, apart from the depth of these teachings. So you know that has come from a very high source. So when he, that source then reveals something else, uh, which isn't specifically proven, such as what conditions are like on Saturn, for example, um, you, you accept it. You have the faith, but it's faith based on experience. It's faith based on knowledge. Uh, and so it's faith that's not blind. It's a faith which is based on something real and definite and it can also be based on logic, logic as well. If it's really practiced, and often it isn't really practiced, also goes hand in hand with faith. They don't contradict each other. Yeah, I think there's a really interesting point because, um, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and I was talking about, you know, what it takes to recognize truth, um, which I think is an aspect of what you're saying mm -hmm. here. And, um, you know, many people kind of, are not really familiar, don't have the experience themselves to, to, to see it as anything other than sort of blindly accepting something, mm -hmm. when in reality is, is what you've described, you know, you've got the aspect of intuition, of logic, and of experience that has, you know, that has um, led you to the conclusion that that is the truth. And so yeah. it's not just that, that someone, that, you know, that someone has said it and therefore, uh, you know, it's true. And if you don't believe this, there's something wrong with you. It's, it's no, this is a, you know, this is something that people can arrive at through these three different paths that you've just described and it's not accepting something blindly it's about it's about working through these um these experience your own intuition and about the, you know the logical um rationale for something to determine whether you are willing to accept that as truth in your life exactly and that's why we always stress that the people we're hearing from every week here and certainly it's true of darren and myself are people who live these things uh, we're trying to and we're not only trying, we are to some degree doing that. And that's where you really find out that your faith is truly rewarded because you really mm. do start to discover the great aphorism that service is the jewel in the rock of attainment.